the movie though, but I love that coat. All right, we are recording Which now. Coat? Oh, the blue, the, oh, the blue, oh, yeah, velvet, yeah. the blue velvet smoking jacket. <coughs> oh, my Lord. You see, I think the problem with my life is that I haven't spent enough of it in blue velvet smoking jacket. That's fair. I don't smoke, but whatever. Okay, three, two, one. Welcome back to the Agents of Cool, where we are bringing to you right now our on-the-spot review of Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre. Uh, your co-host, uh, joined by, as always, Ray and Stacy. We are we are here on the spot after having just watched Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre, the new action-adventure spy movie brought to you by Guy Ritchie, starring Jason Statham. Uh, we're going to sum it up real simple for you. Jason Statham is Mission Impossible. <laughs> Pretty much. And I'm, yeah. and I'm totally fine with that. That's the whole deal here. And it is thoroughly entertaining. Now, am I going to stand here and tell you this is an original movie? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No. Uh, but uh, it hits every beat we would want in this kind of movie. Uh, this is like a, this is like a really this is like uh, this is like well pick your high end burger joint. This is a Shake Shack. This is Five Guys. This is Burger Fi. Uh, pick your high end cheeseburger, and that's what this is. It's a really really good cheeseburger, though. Um, uh, Jason Statham stars as a private contractor named Orson Fortune. Uh, his control, who works for the British government, named Nicholas, is played by Carrie Elwes, he of Princess Bride. There's something has been, a MacGuffin has been stolen. The British government doesn't know what it is, doesn't know who stole it, doesn't know who they're selling to, or what they intend to do with it. So they got nothing. So they get, uh, so Carrie Elwes retains Orson Fortune and his squad. He has a uh, footman played, uh, I think the guy's name is Bugsy Malone, mm-hmm. played by an actor named Bugsy Malone named JJ. And they have a new tech whiz kid named Sarah, played by Aubrey Plaza. Uh, and what I, I said something in our uh, preview review for this one, that uh, she has this look in her eye like she's either getting ready to do you or kill you. And uh, she is such that you don't actually care which one it is. You're fine either way. Uh, and they go on. Uh, the, there's a, a billionaire played by Hugh Grant, an arms dealer, who is brokering the sale. And then they recruit that guy's favorite actor, uh, Danny, played by Josh Hartnett. So basically it's a little bit Man from Uncle where you bring a civilian into it. It's a little bit Mission Impossible in that you have a team. And it's got all the woman in the chair and the tech stuff and phones and codes and breaking and, the, and uh, breaking hacking and the breaking of necks and the shooting of people and it's uh it's basically like a it's it's like guy Ritchie is auditioning for mission what can i tell you yeah i mean it's it's an action comedy let's, let's not kid ourselves if you've seen the trailers you you know this but yeah it does not take itself entirely seriously it is not quite the um it is not quite the the grim you know grim this is not the grim dark spy movie yeah it is not the grim war to the knife that some of the late you know the later mission movies uh come across as this is it's fun. It's lighthearted. Yeah, they could probably, you know, they might get killed. But, you know. Big wad of popcorn-flavored I, cotton candy. Everybody in it obviously enjoyed making it. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, Hugh Grant is having just a ball uh, every moment he's on, on, on camera. 
So do you get the impression he was maybe basing this on a producer he knew somewhere? <laughs> it's like possibly. I, I get the vibe he's actually inspired by somebody here. Uh, Jason Statham is pretty much just playing Jason Statham, but he's very, very good at playing Jason Statham. Yeah, I mean, th- this is in the... I mean, as we've known from Spider-Man, Jason Statham is an actor who... He's an action actor who does not mind poking fun at himself. And this is kind of somewhere in between the, you know, grim serious. It's, it's not quite... It's not quite Rick Ford from Spy, but there's a certain amount of, right, I'm not taking myself entirely seriously in this role. I mean, I mean, none of them are, and it's hugely entertaining. This is two hours of pure spy-fi escapism right here. Everybody is charming. They're all, it's beautiful European locations. Excuse me. Beautiful Asian locations. Well, apparently most Turkey like, likes to think of itself in Europe. Uh, basically, a large portion of this movie is brought to you by the Turkish film and the tax credits therein, I suspect. And, yes. and, and if you're asking what I film a spy movie in Turkey, if they gave me some tax credits, you bet I would. And they must have done those credits before Turkey decided that we all needed to change the spelling of the country so it wasn't the same as the part. Uh, yeah, well, this was... Uh, well, I remember there's a trailer for this... Uh, was it a year like back? A year ago. Yeah, so they they must distribution, yeah. Well, we have determined, as best we can tell, this was finished a while ago, and they had some trouble securing U.S. distribution for it. And it's been kind of just dropped in the American market without much of an advertising campaign or any kind of buildup, which is a shame, because this movie is a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. And if you've been listening to us this long, I mean, you trust us. I mean, go see this thing in a the theater while you still can. Yeah, no. Beautiful sets, great stunts. It's all top of the line. It's, I don't think it's like a $250 million deal, right? It's not a... Tom Cruise feels the need to super impress you. This is like, it knows what it's doing, it's entertaining, it's like, just go see the thing, okay? You know, and, and, and there are a couple of weird, like, weirdly, they opted to subtitle some of the voices over the radio. I guess because of the guy's accent. I, I, think, I, think this oh, is right. this, I think this is something that happens in Guy Ritchie movies sometimes, because he, he picks these really thick accents for some of this stuff. I didn't have any problem understanding Oh, I didn't either. It fine. Oh, I didn't either. I mean, I'm not sure. Think. I wasn't sure it's because they, they were doing, you know, uh, it just, they, they were doing oh, all the Oh, I thought you meant the various foreign guys and their accents. But. Well, they, but no, I think that was, they were subbing, uh, they uh, were JJ. subbing JJ, too, also. Yeah. For, some, for some of them, but not all of them. It was weird. I don't... Yeah, we can't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they did that. But Except that I know that Ritchie has, like, lots of really thick English accents. Like regional and, and dialect. Oh, he's the guy that used to do the British crimes. The crime movies, right. yeah, exactly. And then uh, he did like Robin Hood as a London street thug or something. Like I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which I still Or King Arthur. No, that was King Arthur. King Arthur. That was King That's Arthur. That's even weirder. You know, I would love to see Guy Ritchie make a Robin Hood movie. I think that would That's be absolutely fair. fantastic. Although at this point I'm a, I'm turning into a pretty much of a Guy Ritchie fan. Well he's That's got fair. that well he well, he's got another movie out soon, uh, Covenant. I think we mentioned that. Well, which I, is I, nothing yeah. like this. Nothing one. like this, which is nothing like he did the live action Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to me. And the guy's like very, very versatile. Although I have observed before that there's not when you start getting into like your big budget action movie kind of range, there's not not that many people that have the skill set, comparatively speaking, to really execute on one of these. Um, so, but, I, so yeah, this was this was highly entertaining. Yeah, I would happily watch an Operation Fortune every couple years if they wanted. Oh yeah, to oh yeah, totally. And the end of the movie is clearly pointing that way as Jason Statham and Aubrey Plaza and and uh, and uh, Bugsy walk away from the camera with their control of, uh, behind them, saying, "I need you back, Orson. I'm going on all tonight." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I should start doing that. I should, I should, I should start hosting this show pretending to be Jason fucking Statham. Please do not. Okay, I want to do that. I want to do that all the time. I'll do that Weird. some of the time. I, 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 I think the, the wife and the child would object. The wife and the child don't listen to the fucking show. <laughs> Living with me is like getting a fucking podcast 24 fucking 7 anyway. I'm like a walking fucking DVD commentary track. 
Is he we having apologize. Bear? Okay, I I'll think stop. he's having an allergic reaction to the popcorn butter. I'll stop for now. I'll stop for now, but I might do that again in any time. Okay, cool. Uh, Stacy, final comments? Uh, great, funny. Like I said, I would happily watch another one every few years if they want to keep making more the, in this series. Right? The, the, this was definitely... I've, this was definitely worth popping out uh, to the movie for the afternoon. This was a good little matinee. Yeah, and frankly, this is... Um, yeah, you know me, but you guys, if you've been listening to this show, you know me. This is the kind of thing I like, so this is the kind of thing I like. I had a ball watching it. It's very entertaining, and uh, I strongly recommend you go see it in the theater. Uh, because it's got the, because we really like the theater experience around here, and I think it's got some photography and some... It's just entertaining. Go see this in the theater. All right, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back on the beat soon. Signing off.